Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer and Brendan Escott with you on Oilers Now, where guests receive gift certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse. Whether you're celebrating a special moment or simply savoring a night of the town, every meal is an occasion at Roos Chris Steakhouse. Uh, I went to the Oil Kings game yesterday. Highly entertaining game. Uh, Caden Gooley's a player. He is on the Montreal Canadiens next year. I, I, and I know that uh, Luke Prokop had a big game, and Luke has. Uh, I'll tell you who Luke Prokop reminds me of is Cody Franson, which is ironic because Luke Prokop is represented by Jerry Johansson, and Jerry also had Cody Franson. But a uh, you know a right shot guy, a uh, rangier guy, not overly physical, uh, and he can put pucks on the net and get pucks through, and he played a big part of it. But Caden Gooley, is, in my opinion, was the best player on the ice. Seattle's got a big, heavy, tough team. They got a local product, Reed Schaefer. Uh, they've also got he's a forward. They got a defenseman named Korchinski that's uh, a lock to be a first round pick. And Reed Schaefer is going to be going in the top twenty. Big, tough, uh, plays a lot like Josh Anderson. So, anyways, Oil Kings win. Caden Gooley, I thought the Montreal first rounder was the best player on the ice during the course of the game. He looks like he's ready to be prime time next season. Uh, Brendan didn't get a chance to mention this, and I know he's going to bring it up tomorrow again because uh, uh, if the Oilers win tonight, uh, I'll be in transit, and it'll be uh, Brendan and Cam contributing to tomorrow's edition of Oilers now. Uh, and we have the prospect report, which we do um, Tuesday and Thursday uh, here on Oilers now. And we will tell you uh, that Xavier Borgo uh, had a terrific weekend for the Shawinigan Cataract. Uh, he had two goals, including the game winner in a 5-1 victory on Saturday, and yesterday scored the game winner in overtime as Shawinigan won a pair of games in Charlottetown to go up 2-0 in the Q final. All right, let's head off to the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline at 1236 in Edmonton. We welcome back to the show. He's on the show twice a week, courtesy of Legacy Heating and Cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a Legacy Legacy Heating and Cooling. John Shannon. Hello, John. How you doing? I'm great, Bob. You? Good. I'm going to ask you a 30,000 feet question. Okay. The Edmonton Oil Kings... I thought I was hoping it was 3.9 million, but that's okay. Uh, I I know we pay you a lot. I don't know if we pay you that much. Uh, No, I was hoping to win the 50-50. That's all. Okay. There you go. Well, and uh, hey, we'll be... Put some shoutouts on that during the course of the day, but visit EdmontonOilers.com backslash 5050. There you go. Hey, John, 
The Edmonton Oil Kings are in round four of the WHL championship. It's tied 1-1, okay? The Edmonton mm -hmm. Oilers are in round three of the uh, Stanley Cup playoffs, uh, the conference finals. There's mm -hmm. only four teams that make it that far. And by the way, Edmonton's the only team that still has their own number one for the upcoming draft out of those four teams. The Bakersfield Condors uh, went two rounds this year. Uh, and the organization moved the coach up from Bakersfield to the NHL. So two rounds in the AHL, three rounds in the NHL, four rounds in the Western Hockey League. Do you think this was a successful year for the organization? <laughs> I think that people, first of all, uh, everybody's going to say, well, it's not over yet. Yes, and it's um, not over yet. But uh, I think that people can uh, be pointing within the organization that things are pointed in the right direction. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, it, 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 I mean, it, it is interesting. I mean, I had a conversation um, with an individual involved with the other organization. You can figure out who it is, but he's well up uh, in that organization. And his mm -hmm. comment is that the Colorado Avalanche are about a year ahead of Edmonton in their cycle. And he said, Bob, I'm here to tell you, stop point blank. It's our expectation. We've been watching you guys all year, and they have. Yeah. Uh, 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 Curtis LeCision has been at a ton of Oilers games this season. He's a pro scout uh, for the Colorado Avalanche. He says, we've been watching you guys all season long. It, you know, it's no surprise to us that we ended up playing you guys in the conference final. And the reality of the situation, as you know, John, is, is Colorado's moved a couple of those first-round picks the last three years to load up for this year's run and Edmonton's sitting there with and it looks like Holloway is going to be in based on morning skate today Broberg's already played a playoff game Borgo's a really enticing uh, prospect out of the Quebec League that there's a couple other organizations interested in and then Edmonton's the only one of the final four teams with their own number one so they've got other support players coming this this should be a pretty good time for a club I, th I would think John I, I think so too. Um, you know, and, and and what that person said to you was something I actually reiterated with Reed on Saturday night. Was uh, you, you know, this is this is what organizations go through. This is what happens. Uh, you know, Colorado uh, was stung for a long period of time during this regular season by the fact that they were up two to Vegas last year and lost in six. I mean, it, it, it did. It was a. It was a point where Joe Sackick was looking at who in the organization should they be moving or changing, because they couldn't seem to get over the hump. So it, this is part of, and it's an awful word these days. It's a. It's one of those overused buzzwords. But this is part of the process. Uh, and you're right. I think that I think Colorado is a, a year in maturation ahead of where the Oilers are. That's not to say the Oilers can't win. Uh, but you know, you know there are there are things that are that happen, and the players are aware, and the, the the coaching staff's aware, and the whole organization's aware of what it takes to get to the next level. And that's something that you know I look at I look at Evan Bouchard, I look at Ryan McLeod, Yamamoto when he's in the lineup. These young guys, Pugliarvi, they are learning so much about what it what prices you have to pay to get to the Stanley Cup final. And that's something they'll be able to carry for the rest of their Oilers careers. Yeah, it's it's really interesting to watch here, John. So the Avs are up 3-0. They deserve to be up 3-0 in the series. We've got to state it. They've been the better team. Is it because they have the better team? 
Uh, I think they I, I I think they have a deeper team right now. Yep. Um, you know, I, I I think that when we when you look at the blue line particularly, um, and you have players that can skate almost at the same speed as Connor can, and and when Kale McCarr can go toe to toe with him, to me, uh, Bob, I I think you'll remember this is that there were times in previous years when Dallas would come to town. Um, yep. and, and, and they had a defenseman that could stick with Connor, and it changed the whole perspective. Well, that's what McCarr can do. McCarr can stick with McDavid, and that changes it. By removing Connor's space, that changes a lot of the perspective for this organization and for what happens on the ice. So I think Colorado's done a better job. And if, and if you neutralize McCarr, Devontae's is still the wow. other defenseman in that pair, and that's where I was going to go. You know, yeah, it's 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 a ama- and that depth. That's the depth that I'm talking about. You know, hey, listen, the the Oilers, and I think Mike would agree. Mike Smith has to have that comfort goal. He has to have. I it. agree. I mean, that goal stunk. Um, and and if that was the difference between getting to regulation to overtime, you know, Mike Smith's got to have that goal. Uh, and and so from that perspective, um, I, I do. Th- I, I what I did see on on Saturday though, Bob was, I saw a, a really good first period. I saw a second period where the organization, where the team sagged, and but they did come back better in the third period. And I think that's a better sign, even without Evander and Yamamoto tonight. I think that's a better sign for this organization. All right. We're joined right now by John Shannon, Bob Stoffer with you. There's no question. And the numbers speak for themselves. Mike Smith's got an 879 save percentage in the series. Pavel Francouz has come in and put up a 937. So those numbers are those numbers. It's Lindell and, and Heishkinen that play together in Dallas against McDavid, yep. and it's not an easy matchup, and it's Taze and McCarr, and for me, it is the tandem that's the difference. So I think we can agree that Colorado's got the deeper team. Even though the Avs will not have Kadri, and we'll get to the suspension in a second, and probably, even though Burakovsky skated today, they probably won't have Kadri and Burakovsky, or, you know, we know Gerard's out, and we know Kemper's out, but this is a deeper Colorado team that moved assets to add depth to their team throughout the lineup. Can you speak to, you know, the impact of Drysaddle and Nurse's injuries? Because they're not right, that's clear, and it's clearly limiting the options that Edmonton has. Yeah, uh, and I and you know the the one that I that I might be frustrating for more people more than anything is is Darnell, um, and and to me uh, and I, in talking to a few people inside the organization and this was this was my observation more than theirs was uh, Darnell still can play, but you would like Darnell to play. I'd like Darnell to play a little more conservatively. Darnell's tr- Darnell's still trying to be Darnell. But perhaps the injury is not allowing him to do that, and he should back off a little bit and and play that defensive defenseman style first, as opposed to trying to be a, a, a little more aggressive. And as, as the Darnell we saw most of the season, uh, the Leon one is uh, it's an interesting one. Uh, there were times in the last two uh, series that I thought he was probably more valuable on McDavid's wing, yeah, and and that the injury actually played in their favor to be on the wing now it's difficult to, to figure out because the, the you know the the avalanche have been so smothering and the avalanche have have done such a good job not just on those two guys 
but on everyone. And that's why that's why Ryan Nugent Hopkins becomes such a key factor in all this. And and in and in fact, what's happened now is, is that we're talking about Orion on the Edmonton Oilers, and it's not Nugent Hopkins, and it's McLeod. Yes. Uh, and and so that that the, the you know the, I, I, I'm always a cup half full guy bob and what what i would tell you is that the growth in ryan mcleod in these playoffs has been exponential and i think that that has to put a smile on a lot of people's places whether it's in the organization or the fans of what ryan mcleod is becoming and we wouldn't have seen that with the oilers being eliminated in the first round of the playoffs we're joined by john shannon on the river Cree resort casino hotline for legacy heating and cooling all right john evander kane for me, all day, automatic major penalty, and frankly, no surprise, one-game suspension. Could have thought, and the thing is, he's not going to get a lot of breaks uh, because, you know, sometimes he and Cassian are two guys. If they do stuff, they usually get called. But that was about as blatant as he got. Fair call, you think, on both the uh, in-game call and the suspension? Yeah, yeah, and, and listen, what's happening now is that uh, the referees are trying um, to give the benefit of the doubt at the time, which is why they call the major penalty, and allow themselves to review it, so they can they can make it a minor if they choose. Uh, and I truly believe that uh, if they had elected to call uh, the five-minute major and a game misconduct, Bob, I don't think Kane gets suspended for tonight. Me neither. I, I think that the, the it happened early enough in the game that that would have allowed Kane to have paid the penalty more than the five minutes and the rest of the game that he would have played tonight. But the fact that it was only a five-minute major and then he was allowed to continue in the game, that means that player safety felt they had to do something. It's interesting. At the 2020 draft, uh, I was big on Caden Gooley, and I realized the Oilers had drafted uh, Bouchard and Broberg with number ones in the two previous picks. Uh, mm-hmm. Dylan Holloway had had a up-and-down first year in the NCAA after a terrific year in the AJHL, but we all know that uh, Junior A hockey is a substantive step down from uh, the, uh, the Western Hockey League, and all you need to do is look at the numbers of you know 19-year-old WHL players that end up in Junior A as 20-year-olds. Um, so anyways, uh, bottom line here, Holloway had an unbelievable second year at Wisconsin. It was part of Canada's World Junior Team. And then he got hurt uh, in the NCAA playdowns. And he, yep. it's been a long journey for him. Uh, you're obviously well aware of the fact that he was amongst the first players off the ice for an optional today, a telltale mm-hmm. sign that he's going to be in the lineup tonight. What do you think we're going to see out of him? Tons of energy. Uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see, you know, that if he can, if he can keep it and bottle it correctly, use, use some of that big body that he has. I mean, let's face it, that's, you know, that's one of the reasons he's, he's gotten to the professional level and can make a difference. The other thing is, perhaps there's another way to use that shot, Bob. You know, he can shoot the puck. Yeah. And I think that that's one of the big parts that when you look at scoring opportunities and the amount of scoring opportunities the Oilers haven't had, haven't had in the first three games. Game two, third period, they had no scoring opportunities, zero. Uh, I, loved, I mean, I, I haven't seen the numbers officially from either club on, on what happened in game three, but I don't, there, there weren't as many as there should be in the third period 
for the Oilers against uh, Francois and, and, the, uh, and the Avalanche defense. So if Holloway can use that shot to effectiveness, perhaps that's a good sign for the Oilers. Well, there's no question he's got the speed. As you know, he's, he's coming off uh, wrist surgery. Uh, seemed to gain, played pretty well in the playoffs. I'm going to be very intrigued to see if he is indeed called upon again. All signs are pointing to him playing today. Uh, John, are you still watching all the feeds of each of the games with your... Yep, okay, sure so am. I'm going to put you on the spot here. Which panel do you like more out of the states, TNT or ESPNs? Um, well, I, I, I think the TNT this round has a huge advantage because they have made the statement that this is a big event and they're on site. Yeah. And, and I, you, you cannot underestimate... The fact that when you see the five panelists inside Rogers Place and you can feel the event and hear the event behind them, that gives you extra special. You know, I mean, even even post game on Saturday night when when TNT did their did their their show from the Moss Pit. And there, there was everybody there, and the fans were having a good time, even though the team lost. But the fans were out there having a good time, and Wayne and the, and and Liam and Anson and Rick and and Paul were out there enjoying themselves. It was really good television, and it, uh, I will tell you right now, um, it, it, TNT has done a marvelous job, a marvelous job of telling everybody what a great hockey town Edmonton is. Yeah. And what a great what a great environment it is to watch hockey and that's something that people in Edmonton should be very happy well, with. Well, tonight uh, they are going to release something that will go viral that had to do with yesterday's game uh, and tied into a couple of the people that were involved and believe me when people see this, uh, they're going to love it. it, it no, so you're saying the Oilers are going to release or TNT? TNT will. It'll be on. Oh, yeah. It'll be on during their show. But they were involved with something yesterday with the junior game, and uh, yeah. I'm telling you, people are going to get a chuckle. It's well done. So uh, we can yeah. all use a little bit of levity once in a while. You know, we take things really seriously, John, um, as you know, and uh, and it's it is all about perspective. And all I can tell you is. The Oilers are thir- three rounds in the playoffs. They run up against a heck of an opponent. Unfortunately, two of their best players are not available. They haven't had a goaltender steal a game. They probably, you know, I'd like to say, well, they deserved a better fate on Saturday. But you know what? Colorado's damn good, too. And sometimes you just got to like where you're at once in a while and appreciate it. And, yeah. and you know, I'm not, I'm not, look, we all know, I mean, can, can, do you remember that uh, comeback that Detroit made with, uh, or Toronto made with Frank McCool and goal back in the 1940s? I, I, you would have been like seven at that time, weren't you? For, for some reason, you cut out there for about ten seconds when I'm ignoring you. Oh, okay. Well, that's, that's awesome. <laughs> but I do, I do, re, I, I do remember the one in '75. Yes, I do, I do, and I do remember the others. Uh, the others. I mean, listen, there have been more comebacks in in, in our sport from 3-0 than any other sport that has these. I mean, baseball, it's only happened once. Basketball, it's never happened. Uh, and hockey, I think it's five times now. Yeah. So, you know what? Why not? To quote our old pal Jim Carrey, there's still a chance. So you see, you're saying there's a chance. Awesome stuff, John. You're saying there's a chance. Much appreciated. All right, well, I'm still mad. At Frank, and Frank McCool was my favorite goalie as a kid. So, <laughs> Thanks, John. Take care. We'll talk Wednesday.
Okay. You bet that is John Shannon for Legacy Heating and Cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a Legacy. Legacy Heating and Cooling. A quick text, then a tag, then we'll get to trivia. Jane, a tinfoil hat, says Bob. Uh, that was what we should refer to as a media-driven suspension to Evander Head, uh, Vander Kane. The talking heads on the panel and in the media, uh, Elliot Friedman included, included, pretty much lobbied for a suspension for two intermissions and after the game. The hit on Yamamoto by Lanniskog, crickets from the media and no suspension. Coincidence? Or maybe it's just me. That one comes to us from Jay in a tin foil hat. Again, you can text us at any time, and we'll go fully interactive today at 105. Uh, for you golfers out there looking for a bucket list experience, you can join New West Travel in Cabot, Nova Scotia. Five-day golf getaway in the fall. Golf at Cabot Cliffs, Cabot Links. Package includes airfare via private WestJet charter, open bar, premium meals, four nights accommodation at the Cabot Lodge, five rounds of golf in stunning Cabot, Nova Scotia, plus a New West golf tournament with prizes. Book now and get a $350 upgrade to premium economy. To reserve your team time, uh, tea time, call New West Travel at newwesttravel.com or visit newwesttravel.com. All right, here we go. Trivia time. So a lot has been made about Yessa Pugliarvi, who scored 15 and 14 goals in the last two seasons. And reminder, this is Yessa Pugliarvi's 22-year-old year uh, in uh, professional hockey. And, he, and he's missed some opportunities, there's no question. But he's a legitimate NHL player. And it is all about perspective. So I'm going to spin it back on you here. And it is for a pair of tickets to tonight's game. Can you name the player with Colorado who uh, and they had multiple 20 goal scores this year but he sniped 20 plus goals this year can you name the player who had a 91 game NHL goalless drought including not scoring a single goal with the Dallas Stars in 57 games back in 1819. This guy had a 25-goal campaign this year. A six foot four, 210-pound left shot. Pogliarvi, by the way, six foot four, 210 right shot. Uh, both guys play right wing. Can you name the player? You got to text us on the. You can't call in. You got to text us on the Ashley. Bob, Fine. we got a winner already. already D- Dino in Calgary is well, absolutely how, all over. How's he going to get this. here for the tickets? Well, well, that's the thing. Do you know? Are you going to be in town? Or hmm. Again, we're giving away tickets here, so people have got to be because we got a ton of guys that have jumped in. Here's what we're going to do, Brendan. So the answer is uh, Valerie Nachushkin. 91 game goalless drought. So I'm not saying that uh, Yessa Pugliarvi should always be in the Oilers' top six. He might be tonight because Yamamoto's out and Kane's out. But I will say it is about perspective. I can recall Nachushkin going 57 games, Valerie Nachushkin, 57 games without a goal in Dallas and ended up getting bought out. Colorado signed him, and this year he scored 25 goals, including two the other night. Brandon, you figure out uh, who can use the tickets amongst the hundreds and hundreds that have texted us. Dino says he's good to go, so we'll roll with that. All right, congratulations. Dino knew that Valerie Nachushkin won a grand total of 91 games without scoring. And the NHL, 25 goals this year, two the other night. That's hockey. 
Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. When we come back, you on a River Cree Resort and Casino hotline, uh, the Edmonton Oilers, the thoughts on the series. Are you obviously you're disappointed? It's three nothing. Are you surprised? Are you concerned for the future, or is this a growing uh, step along the way? You let me know when we return. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three and text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.